0: The text spoken by the voices and the sound volume are exactly the same as in the original recording. Welcome to Mind Labs slot which deals, deals with, with stories, stories issues, issues, philosophy, concepts, concepts ideas, ideas, spoken words, word, drama, drama comedy, comedy, documentaries, avant-garde music, and, and, and anything else where thinking is required. Anything where imagination is strict prerequisite. If, if you would like, like to submit your own work, work for this lot, slot, and then you can find, find out, out more information at, at www.sheffieldlive.org. This, this is, is Mind Labs, and what, and what is about to follow will now follow. now follow. It started off so well, said we may. To start, well, I suppose uh, I suppose the beginning was uh, when I decided that I needed a new pencil case. I suppose that was the uh, what instigated the whole set of experiences, if you like to put it that way. Um, but I uh, went downtown and uh, wandered into Stationery Plus as you would, uh, looking at pencil cases, didn't know which sort of design to get, you know, whether to go for the traditional, uh, rectangular one, or go for something a bit quirky, and, uh, that was, that was it, that was when I first caught sight of Phil, and, uh, didn't really know what it was at first, I just saw a small pink thing in amongst the pencil cases, now, that looks a bit unusual, and, uh, I uh, moved the others out of the way had a quick look and uh, there he was Phil the clanger uh, pencil case and uh, well things have never been the same since um it was really strange I mean as soon as our eyes met uh, well as soon as my eyes met his beads um there was something something magic happened I don't know how to describe it really, but it was, it was as if we'd finally met each other's soulmates, it was, it was just, well, difficult to put into words really, Um I mean we couldn't put it into words, because I didn't speak language, his language at that time, Um and he certainly didn't speak Earthling, uh, although he'd heard a few people chatting while he'd been in the shop, since he'd been taken out of his box, but um it was a little bit just as if our minds knew it was as if we knew what we were thinking, you know, it was it was incredible really and of course as soon as I saw him I realised he'd got to be my new pencil case and that was all there was to it so took him to the till I think the woman on the till looked at me in a slightly strange way, the way I was sort of handling Phil uh, but she obviously didn't realise what was going on she just thought I was just some middle aged chap buying a pencil case for his daughter or something anyway to cut a long story short that was it that was when we first met and um, it all led on from there When you're down and troubled and you need a helping hand and nothing Those early days, they were they were incredible. Um, obviously, we soon learned to communicate effectively. I realised that Phil had got a a small thing inside his head, and uh, uh, if you pressed it between your thumb and your forefinger very hard, uh, it would make a noise. <laughs> very good. I really enjoyed doing that. So he was actually speaking to me. I couldn't really tell what he was saying, of course. Uh, not well, not for a while. Anyway, um, it was quite funny, really, because eventually, when I finally worked out what he was saying, he it, it was actually saying, "Stop pressing my head, or I'll twat you." That was, <laughs> and I didn't realise what he was saying. It was, it was hilarious, really. And um, anyway, obviously, I stopped pressing his head then because <laughs> he obviously found it uncomfortable. Uh, but uh, it was amazing how. Once we started communicating, we realised that we got so much in common. Um, Phil's never read a novel uh, in his entire life, but th- that said, most of his life's been spent on some clanger planet somewhere, uh, and he's only, he'd only been on Earth for about six months or so. And I can kind of understand it. It's not very practical for a clanger pencil case to read anyway, especially when you've only got beads for eyes. But ironically, I don't read novels either. Um read lots well, I used to read lots of other stuff, um, but no, nope, never novels. So we got that in common. I think the main thing though that we noticed that we got in common was we had the same sense of humour, um and also we had a this was really uncanny actually. We both had a a real interest in soup. I mean I've always been interested in soup from from an early age. I was brought up on Heinz tomato soup and still have to tomato soup at least three or four times a day it's uh, it's part of me i mean that's what makes me who i am it defines me if you like and um, of course i found out that phil had a lifelong interest in soup i mean let's face it on the klingon planet that's all yet um so uh, of course we used to talk about soup all the time it was really funny We were also arguing about the benefits of vegetable over tomato. Um, Oh, we used to have some fun. And we'd we'd go for miles to seek out um, cafes that did good soup. Um, I remember one trip, I mean, it was a fantastic day out. Went all the way to Dewsbury Market, and uh, we'd heard that there was a particular cafe there that did a really good vegetable soup. And so we went over there got the train and the bus um it was a heck of a journey mind you I must admit but we got there we had the soup um it it was pretty much as we'd expected it was superb I complimented the chef well the, the woman who had heated it up anyway and um we came away bus back to Wakefield and then train from Wakefield back to Chapeltown. a great day out um I think that's one of the one of my Long memories. I think I'll still remember that day out uh, until the day I die. It was particularly enjoyable. And we had such a good time chatting on the way there about soup and other things that are soup like. Um, Yeah, very good. And uh, everything was going fine. Uh, I'd by this time uh, bought a Swanny whistle so we could communicate fully. Uh, I could. I felt a bit awkward expecting him to learn English, especially seeing as how his only method of communicating was when I pressed his head, which he didn't like. Um, so, uh, you know, in the end, I tended to do most of the communicating via the swanny whistle, and uh, that seemed to work out fine. think things started going a little bit wrong, um, well between me and Phil I mean obviously my girlfriend thought I was a nutter uh, so that you know, had a few problems there at first Uh, but um, she soon got used to it, but then uh, I think with Phil, I think things started going wrong I think what happened was it, it, it got in with one or two friends, there were other clanger pencil cases about apparently and uh, they'd made contact one way or another I don't know how it happens but um, obviously found they were more exciting than I was, they, their choice of soups were much more interesting and international I mean for, for me there are only two soups and that's vegetable and tomato, end of it's, it's not up for discussion really uh, but, of course, you go in some of these fancy cafes uh, and restaurants, and they're bringing out all sorts of things, you know, um, sweet potato and orange and uh, pear and wang fruit or whatever. They, um, the choice of soups is well, it's gone ridiculous now, because I, I can honestly say I've been in some cafes where they haven't had vegetable soup on, but they've had two or three obscure, strange soups, as I would like to call them. You know, pandering to the whims of a a market that's ever-changing and forgetting about the traditional custom, you know. Madness, you know, business madness, really. But anyway, um, Phil obviously started going to these cafes, unbeknown to me, uh, with his... Langer Pencil Case friends and they would experiment, I think that's where it started you know, seemed like an exciting thing to do I suppose try different things and um, he started hitting all the the hard stuff Um, and some of these soups really, it was the soups that did for him in the end Um, I think that was the turning point I think And and from then on he went downhill I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain Obviously he got much worse. Uh, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't listen to sense. People talked to him about it, but it just went from bad to worse. And I remember the day that he, he, he obviously had a bad do. And uh, he'd sadly been told that pretty much he was on his way out. And uh, he'd got about three hours to live before his battery ran down. <sighs> and uh, I'd noticed his voice being going, every now and then I'd press his head even though i didn't like it uh just to make sure his battery was okay but i noticed it was starting to fail particularly in cold weather uh it was all right when you warmed him up again inside it it would work again but if you took him out on a cold day his his voice was failing i knew there was something <clears throat> something seriously wrong there so uh, anyway uh when it came to the final day we knew we knew what was happening and he was just laid there. He was he was just a bag of cloth in the end. I mean, that was partially to do with the fact that I'd taken my three socks out from inside him that I'd, I'd shoved in initially to give him a bit of bulk. So I'd taken my socks back because I'd started running out of socks, basically. Uh, that made him, obviously, a lot thinner. And there uh, was various bits of stuffing falling out by this point because he'd been on holiday with me to America across Europe, we'd been all over the place and um, to take his toll, he was very moth-eaten, thin he got nothing about him his his eyes, well his beads weren't the shiny beads that I remember seeing on that shelf in Stationery Plus it, it was a different Klanger pencil case that I was seeing in front of me still still very sad though and um he just—he was—he was sleeping. He was dozing, and then he—he he just suddenly turned to me and looked looked straight at me. I knew what was happening. And uh, well, basically, this is this is this. Yeah, he'd asked me to record his last words for posterity, so I got the recorder going already. And he just turned, and uh, and this is what he said. Listen as the wind blows From across the great divide Voices trapped in yearning Memories trapped in listening to the this but uh, <laughs> basically he just said bye bye loser and uh, said something about that I should get a life and and tr- perhaps try parsnip soup or something like that. I came out with some rubbish about soup. um I think he wasn't really thinking straight and uh, anyway, that was it that was the last thing he said and he's never spoken since I uh, kept him for a a few months after that initially I didn't tell my partner and my girlfriend that that he'd passed over Uh, I had to wait for the right moment she knew there was something seriously wrong because I was definitely off my soup for a few days um, in fact one day I even left half a bowl and a bit of bread I mean that's not me and um, so she realised it was something up and eventually I broke down and explained to her what had happened so we we buried him uh, made a little grave for him in the back garden buried him Said, I didn't say a prayer for him as such because I'm not a religious person but I said a few words um, about stuff, I can't even remember what I said, it it all seems, it seems as though it didn't happen, as though it's unreal really, and that was the end of it. I pretty much went off soup to a certain extent after the uh, after his batteries ran down and he, he in effect died um, for quite a long time I, I just did not want to touch another bowl of soup end of but of course I was dying of starvation by, after a few weeks so I had to start eating the soup again unfortunately and uh, here I'm still doing it but I'm still sticking to the tomato and the vegetable I'm not going to ever go down the same road Phil did it's just not worth it uh, for a, a few moments of excitement or a few hours of high uh, I'll just stick to what I know um, I think um, for a last piece of music before th- we end this little piece I suppose I should play the Klanger Concerto a piece of music that that means a lot to me um, it takes me back it's a piece of music that Phil and his uh, Klanger mates wrote when they were on their planet. It did feature on the Klanger TV series, of which I have the full, the full DVD set. And uh, this is it. Um, thanks for listening to my story. Um, this is the Klanger Concerto, and this, and this basically says it all about, about our relationship. In listening to Mind Lapse, Sheffield Lives Open Creative Lapse. Slot. Join, Join us this next time for something more which isn't the same.